Nothing like spending Christmas in the Black Lagoon cabin. Cheers, bud. Another great year. Hopefully we don't get an obscene phone call. Hello? Who is this? Billy. Billy? I'm sorry, you have the wrong number. What did you do with Agnes, Billy? Oh, God. Ah, an obscene phone call ruining my Christmas spirit. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Does it sound like he's coming from upstairs? What are you talking about? This, this guy's clearly fucking insane and I'm gonna hang up. Floorboards are creaking like crazy above the kitchen. Oh, he's definitely upstairs. Merry Christmas, everybody. A man just came tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you welcome? They said they would never come back. That they couldn't come back. Welcome to the grand finale of our December special. We're finishing off our Home Invasion Marathon with a wonderful film, Black Christmas. Of course, you're tuned into the podcast from the Black Lagoon. Where we metaphorically jingle and jangle our way <laughs> through horror films of old and new. I love it. <laughs> I'm Brian, currently making a phone call from inside your house. And I'm Nicholas Alexander Hacks, sexual police officer. Uh, Nick comes up with these on the spot, so it's always fun <laughs> to see. Check out our movie reaction to Black Christmas, mm -hmm. and you'll get the inside joke. It will make sense. It will. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, cash dollars, not just cents. Oh, okay. I like that. Nice. You're welcome. All right. So you owe us something, Nick. You've got something coming up here. I don't owe you anything, no, no, Brian. I'm giving this. No, no. Buddy. I'm I'm giving this to you out of the Christmas spirit in my heart. It's a gift. I'm glad you From feel that way. I do want to say when we started this audience. podcast, you did sign a contract. You are now indebted to me and the audience. What did I sell my soul to the fucking devil? Oh, much worse, I, bud. Read the fine print. You I am the devil, <laughs> and I am here to do the devil's work. Okay, all right. This isn't even the right movie. <laughs> all right. All right, you, re you ready for your, your present, Brian? And everybody who's listening? Friend. All right. Today we are covering Black Christmas. We're not just covering, we are unwrapping. Black Christmas 1974. In a world where... Obscene phone calls ringle, a jing jing jingly jew. Come on, it's lovely weather. Join our December special woohoo. <laughs> Where is Agnes Billy? We really haven't a clue. This is good. Come on, <laughs> get out of the house. The killer is there with you. Wow. I. That's good, man. I, I'm happy with that. I have no famous Brian critique. I'm literally, I like literally. I don't need to. Uh, this is kind of flaunting. <laughs> uh, it's like 
I literally just did this five seconds ago before hey. we started the episode. I was racking my brain, and you probably <laughs> saw me, or you were just busy writing I was notes. Typing or, away. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> Does this work? No, this doesn't work. Okay, whatever. Anyways, I digress. Black Christmas, 1974. Black Christmas. The original. To uh, start all these tropes and begin the slashers. The, the, slishy, <laughs> the slishy slashers. Yeah. Yes. Um, one that inspired John Carpenter's Halloween and others of the sorts, of the, of the, of the likeness. Wow, I am really, I'm dropping the ball here. No, okay. man, you got it. Uh, yeah, so Nick already said watch the reaction. Really do it. This is my first time watching the film. Nick introduced me to it, just like I introduced him to The Exorcist. And it's great. Watch them both. They're, they're both really fun. Um, now we finally get to talk about them. During those reactions, it just pent up ideas. Like, I want to talk about all this. So this is our chance to do it. So <laughs> head over to the YouTube channel. Come here, whatever order you'd like. That's Black Lagoon Network. Yes. Welcome to the grand finale of our December special. We're finishing off our home invasion marathon with a wonderful film, Black Christmas. Of course, you're tuned into the podcast from the Black Lagoon. Where we metaphorically jingle and jangle our way <laughs> through horror films of old and new. I love it. <laughs> I'm Brian, currently making a phone call from inside your house. And I'm Nicholas Alexander Hacks, sexual police officer. <laughs> Uh, Nick comes up with these on the spot, so it's always fun <laughs> to see. Check out <laughs> our movie reaction to Black Christmas, mm -hmm. and you'll get the inside joke. It will make sense. It will. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, cash dollars, not just cents. Oh, okay. I like that. That's nice. You're welcome. All right. So you owe us something, Nick. You, you, you've got something coming up here. I don't owe you anything, no, no, Brian. It, I'm giving are, this... No, no, Buddy. I'm I'm giving this to you out of the Christmas spirit in my heart. It's a gift. I'm glad you From feel me, that way. I do want to say when we started this audience. podcast, you did sign a contract. You are now indebted to me and the audience. What did I sell my soul to the fucking devil? Oh, much worse, I, bud. Read the fine print. You I am the play. devil, <laughs> and I am here to do the devil's work. Okay, all right. This isn't even the right movie. <laughs> all right. All right, you, re you ready for your, your present, Brian? And everybody dues, who's listening? Friend. All right. Today we are covering Black Christmas. We're not just covering, we are unwrapping. Black Christmas 1974. In a world where obscene phone calls ringle a jing-jang jingly jew. Come on, it's lovely weather. Oh, Join our no. December special woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Agnes Billy? We really haven't a clue. This is good. <laughs> Come on, get out of the house. The killer is there with you. Wow. I. That's good, man. I I'm happy with that. I have no famous Brian critique. I'm literally, I like it. literally, and I don't mean to. Uh, this is kind of flaunting. <laughs> uh, I was like, I literally just did this. Five seconds ago, before hey. we started the episode, I was racking my brain, and you probably <laughs> saw me, or you were just busy writing I was notes. Typing or, away. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh 
Does this work? No, this doesn't work. Okay, whatever. Anyways, I digress. Black Christmas, 1974. Black Christmas. The original. To uh, start all these tropes and begin the slashers. The, the, slishy, <laughs> the slishy slashers. Yeah. Yes. Um, one that inspired John Carpenter's Halloween and others of the sorts, of the, of the, of the likeness. Wow, I am really... I'm dropping the ball here. No, man, you got it. Uh, Yeah, so Nick already said watch the reaction. Really do it. This is my first time watching the film. Nick introduced me to it, just like I introduced him to The Exorcist. And it's great. Watch them both. They're they're both really fun. Um, Now we finally get to talk about them. During those reactions, it just pent up ideas. Like, I want to talk about all this. So this is our chance to do it. So (laughs) head over to the YouTube channel. Come here, whatever order you'd like. That's Black Lagoon Network. Yes. All right. Uh, I guess we're getting into the guts of the film. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Okay. So, yeah. This movie, what a fucking film. Yeah. The tension, mm -hmm. the, the ominous music that's played throughout this movie. It's not over the top. It's not heavy or um it's set it's set it's there to set out to do what it's meant to do yeah and that's to present a tone throughout the rest of this film i feel like i got that right yeah no you did i mean that you're right you're talking about that ominous like wind sound that kept coming back and it reminded me of the baseline to the soundtrack of the thing which is just it's just there it's a wonderful ominous little note and to, to be, I mean, perfectly clear again, this is like my very first time watching the film. I didn't know much of anything about it. I'd heard the title, but um, I always assumed it was a really gimmicky movie. Uh, there's another Christmas, there are lots of Christmas horror films. I assumed it had something to do with evil elves, and I thought I wouldn't like it. Uh, I was very wrong, <laughs> obviously. This is a very different movie, and I avoided it for a long time because I didn't care much to watch it. But I'm really glad I did, because this is... It's definitely very movie-ish. There are, there are moments in the plot where it's like, oh, we're watching a movie. Then there are moments where it just like transcends itself in such a beautiful, artistic way. And I'm just uh, floored. There are moments in the film that astounded me with how they were filmed, knowing this came out four years before Halloween. I, it's truly a hidden gem, even though it's a well-known film in the horror community. Why is this not talked about as much as Halloween? It did a lot of Halloween things before Halloween did Halloween things. <laughs> right. I'm very impressed. I love Halloween too, but wow, this was incredibly impressive. And with the way that Hollywood treats this gem of a film is fucking vile and disgusting. With reboots, the remakes? <laughs> reboots and remakes and and re-rees. My, my IMDb research... Uh, that lasted all of 60 seconds, told me that the 2006 one was written by the same guy. Is that true? His name popped up on both of them, which is interesting. I haven't watched any of the remakes. The same writer of of this Black Christmas film. Did he write the new one? Oh, oh, that's a good... Maybe... The 2019 one? No, no. It was the 2006 Black Christmas that he had credits on. Mm -hmm. I think that's just a... uh... A like ro- a copyright a thing ro- almost a like royalty yeah um credit that's fair yeah that, that could very well be it 
Uh, I heard they weren't great. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs> no. Oh, no, we're not leaving it there, Brian. Oh, There's you've watched them. Break no. them down. <laughs> no, no, I'm not breaking anything down. We're going to touch up on these films eventually. Mm. Okay. Not this year, because this year is ending. And, well, I was going to say, and the world's ending too, yeah. but then that means we wouldn't be touching upon them in the future. Very true. So if the world doesn't end, then we will be covering these films maybe next year, maybe not. Who knows? I, I do like using if the world doesn't end as a condition before anything. It's like, yeah, no, I, I will I, I will show up to my appointment That's if the world doesn't end. I like that. Basically how you're supposed to live your life. Live yeah. Every day <laughs> like it's your last. Like... Uh, if, if I want to eat fucking donuts for breakfast, by God, I'm going to eat donuts for breakfast. I shouldn't because my blood pressure and my doctor completely uh, <laughs> We're diving in. denies me, d- denies any affiliation with me <laughs> because I, I, I blackmailed him. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. So this bit is completely just fucking falling flat. We are losing audience members by the second. Let's continue. This is a <laughs> festive esp- ep- episode. 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 This is what is we there, do. <laughs> is there asbestos in the walls? Oh god. Because uh, I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, Nick and I get a bit loopy after watching these movies together <laughs> and then it's going gonna, right into an episode. <laughs> it's going to be a continuing trend, my friend. Yes. We may go insane. I don't know. It's fine. That's that's all all the more in- entertaining content for our audience members. Yeah, as long as we don't put them to sleep. Yes. And this would just be a perfect like ASMR, like yeah. white noise. Hmm. Except for I don't think anybody would fall asleep to my voice. I have a, I don't, I don't, I think people would go insane. I think I'd put people into a psychiatric ward with the way that I sound. I don't, no. Anyways. Sounds like an unexplored ASMR niche. We might want to jump into that before it's saturated like the podcast world. Is that, is that <laughs> like the, the one episode that we did where our words have become weapons <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's still one of my favorite bits that we have. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like that skit. Okay. Drunk uh, old women. What? Drunk old women. Drinking Drunk from old a, women. Okay. Drinking yes. from the toilets. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. It it was it, it took place in a sorority house mm-hmm. on a beautiful beautiful campus. Very highbrow. Very much. Kids of socialites, budding socialites themselves. So highbrow that Margot Kidder herself even attended. Yep. So if you if you want to know uh, why Nick is going to bring up this this wonderful lady multiple times throughout this episode, you can watch his crush develop, blossom, and explode throughout our reaction video. It's too, very nice. It's very charming. Too bad the crush has no final arc because it goes nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. That that is the downside to these things. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, that's a somber note. Yeah. She did a good job in this movie. Yeah, I think did. everyone did a great job in this movie. 
Um, yeah, it's just surprising stuff. I, I feel like when you're breaking ground and kind of inventing a slasher style movie, um, nothing is fair. Like nothing is cliche. And there are so many moments in this movie where, like, I thought other movies were the first to do these things, and here they are. It, it's exciting to see. I was excited to watch it and, and notice all these moments. And there were also moments that felt decidedly, like, not horror filmy, because it, or not slasher filmy, because it, it just wasn't, like, a formula yet. And this movie does become formulaic in the sense of, like, separated from the crowd and dead, separate from the crowd and dead, separate from, right? It is based like that, but there was it felt more organic and and like it's not new it's not like watching a bunch of fucking lemmings just jumping off a cliff yeah sometimes that is a good that is a good metaphor for what a lot of horror films feel like (laughs) that is right yeah (laughs) wow i mean what a festive movie i have to say this is probably one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And a lot of people, in, in a cliche matter, watch these, like, you know, generic Christmas movies. And I, I don't mean to, like, shit on, on the, the Christmas cheer or anything like that. I'm not trying to be the Grinch or Ebenezer Scrooge. I just... I like Christmas movies that kind of diverge from the path of uh, what society deems a Chris- what what is a Christmas movie, which is like all fun and cheer. Uh, so like Die Hard is an, is another good example. Sure. There's like an argument between whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. It's a fucking Christmas movie. Moving on. This is also... Let's just say Eyes Wide Shut is also a Christmas movie. We've got a scene in there with a tree. Yeah, it's in New York, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Black Christmas is a Christmas movie. And um, probably one of my favorite movies to date. Um, Yeah, because I was there in 1974. Uh, But... I feel like eventually when when we um, expand our catalog of movies that we have covered, I think we should do an episode on what our recent favorite horror movies. Oh, yeah. Overall, maybe maybe that's what we do uh, next month. We do a recap of our most enjoyed movies that we've seen in 2020. Totally. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'm very outspoken about me. There's a certain niche of new horror films that are really good in genre pushing. They're very healthy for the horror community. They're great. And I would love to talk more about them. Yeah, I think that'd be a great for idea. Sure, for sure. So in, in case we, we have too much high praise for this movie, I want to remind you that every great movie behind it has a terrible marketing team. So I did find some Black Christmas taglines. These are on IMDb. Is it's always be... hard to know if they're real or not, but yikes. Some is... of them are horrible. <laughs> is this going to be your new bit? for every single episode that we do. I had so much fun with your next one. <laughs> Animals don't use doors. That's mm. just the worst thing. I'm yep. drinking, you bastard. Yeah. It only works when you have a mouth full of water. <laughs> or some other kind of substance of liquid. Nick moment. Yes. Okay, Here, here's one of them. Black Christmas will rock you too. Does that have anything to do with the movie? 
some people get their shit. Rock, rocking chair. There was the rocking chair scene. That's kind of a deep cut, though. I don't know the the people who made that were deep cut is a deep cut. I'm liking. It. Okay. Uh, if the movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. What? Plastic surgery. I, okay. <laughs> Let's not be unfair to the sorority sisters who were clearly budding intellectuals in, in their crazy high high. Uh, that that home was insane. It was beautiful. That's a lifestyle I wish I could live. <laughs> drinking yeah just this wonderful college experience where there's no stress and just living in this beautiful home on this well, beautiful it's campus. christmas time they're yeah. partying that's fair uh so if this were like about people being flayed maybe that would make sense but nope okay here's another one this is what i call deadpan humor christmas is coming early this year and it's murder <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> Can I have that? Can I have that tattooed on me? Oh man, Chris, that sounds like a great joke that wasn't finished. Oh my god! All right, um, the sort of Christmas you don't dream of—that's just lame. Um, this one's really long. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the night, a creature was stirring. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, but it was hard to say that St. Nick would be there. This year, a Christmas of another color brings a killer on the loose. <laughs> the rhyme scheme doesn't even work. <laughs> it's not even interesting. Okay. They didn't even put... I, uh, made, I made a Your song was better, yeah. <laughs> your synopsis would beat this out of the water. Oh, man. All right, we... Have yourself a scary little Christmas, not like all the other ones you used to know. Have yourself a scary <laughs> little Christmas, not, not like, like all the other ones, ones you used, used to know. <laughs> Nailed it. Great job, guys. <laughs> it really works. Wow. Oh. Uh, there are two more of these. Stick with me. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows if you're awake. He knows. That's, that's the end of it. <laughs> that's, that's, he knows that. what you had for dinner by checking the <laughs> toilet. Oh, oh, that might be it, too. Okay, last one. This is the one that's used on uh, the Walmart shopping, uh, the product page for this movie. It's beginning to look a lot like bloodshed. Christmas is almost here, and an axe-wielding psycho is terrorizing a sorority. <laughs> I know. As it happens, the mad murderer also makes obscene phone calls. And he lives right above the girls. And Axe? I know. I, I, I feel like someone mixed this up. It was on a Walmart product page. I found it. It I really they, was. <laughs> I, th I think they mixed it up with Silent Night, Deadly Night. <clears throat> oh, man. I, I just love the line. As it happens, the mad murderer is also makes obscene phone calls. And he lives right above girls. Okay. <laughs> and here's the worst of them all, Brian. The American title version of this movie. Mm. Silent Night, Evil Night. Yeah. Not perfect. Not, not great. Not great. Kind of betrays the movie. Black Christmas. Black Christmas is ominous, right? It's that sound you were talking about at the beginning of this episode. Like, it feels it's just a dark title. It's dark. I love it. Evil Night, Silent Night, Evil Night, Deadly Night, what was it? 
already forgotten it. So Silent bad. Night, Evil Night. Evil, yeah, it's not good. It's not great. No, nope, nope. So, what are you? The, the, this is supposed to be a very festive episode, Brian. What are <laughs> what are you grateful for? So, is this Thanksgiving now? <laughs> are we mixing up our? Oh, I guess you can be grateful on Christmas too, though. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, uh, I, I I am am grateful for our podcast, which gives me a reason to watch movies that I normally wouldn't have the, I don't want to say ability, but I wouldn't let myself hang out and watch movies if I didn't have like a thing I was working on that would let me watch movies. So this is a blast. Yeah. I, we have a great podcast. I love doing it. And I'd say I'm thankful for our podcast. How about you, Nick? Uh, I'm grateful for the podcast as well. I'm like, I mean, like if you wouldn't have contacted me all those years ago, then we wouldn't be here today. Yeah. And I'm grateful for this opportunity to hone a skill, to find something that I am truly passionate about. And, um, I have to, uh, it also encompasses encompasses everything that is my soul which is horror yeah and um the final the final thing is i am very thankful for our listeners our audience we thank you so much for joining us this year or joining us whenever you joined us we truly appreciate it and we hope you stick stick around for the journey that we are going to go through on this DIY podcast, yeah, <laughs> um, which we're slowly but surely learning, and that's all that life is, man. It doesn't have to be perfect right from the get go. And I think if you go back to our older episodes and you start from square one all the way up to now, you can truly see. Mm-hmm how far we have come yeah. as talk show hosts. So, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Fucking Christmas. Everyone out there waiting for a bit. We meant every word. Slashing through the snow. There it is. This <laughs> is on its way with the mistletoe text. Thank God it's Christmas Day. Um, I, oh, I, can't ta- I can't take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, if you want to see Nick in a great Christmas sweater, you kind of have to cough up the change, bud. Not Hop really. on into the to the. Yeah, you don't have oh, to cough up the change. You're you giving just him go... a loophole. Oh no. <laughs> We're how giving... can you? <laughs> oh no. You're right. How, how about this? Is this? Oh, is, there we is go. Does this do it for you? If you want to see his bare chest and his tattoo. <laughs> wow, that is an image that will be with me for a long time. Um, yeah, so you can see what I saw in all of its glory if you support us on Patreon. We'd love it. And by the way, if if I put this in the episode description because people don't really read them, I just write random things in there sometimes. Sorry if you're finding out this way, Nick. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It just gives me less work to do. Sure, yeah. Um, so I have fun with it. But if, if anyone leaves a review for us on like iTunes or, or becomes a patron... 
We have so few other people who are doing that. We will do anything. We will dedicate a 30-minute episode to just guessing who you are and coming up with stories about what we think you're like. We will do the weirdest... We Just do it and expect way too much attention on you for about a week. If that's not motivation enough, I don't know what it is. <laughs> also, give us suggestions for horror movies that you think that we might enjoy Yes. or hate. Sure. And we'll cover them. We'll even do a, uh, a YouTube reaction on them. Yeah. To so, incentivize it, I'd say immediately. Like, if you give us a, a suggestion at this point early on, we're just going to do that. will be our next movie that will be published. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, Black Christmas. Mm. I have to say that I love the choice of keeping the killer ambiguous throughout the whole movie from beginning to end you only see his eyeball that is it that is all you get you don't get anything else you get dialogue his schizophrenic psychosomatic rants on the telephone and that's it yeah and i love my favorite line is from the first call where he says I'm gonna kill you and hangs up the fucking phone that is so creepy and Mm -hmm. just just the energy of the room completely changes it's this ominous horrific tone change of tone dude holy shit it's very well done it's it's so well done and especially when the movie really takes you down a little rabbit hole and makes you think it's Peter the whole time. And then it just starts unraveling. And they do a great job of making this guy anonymous. Like, I you love, don't know who he is. I love in the reaction video how you you were like, oh, it's totally Peter. Come on. It's totally. I'm just sitting there. I'm thinking to yeah. myself, <laughs> this son of a bitch doesn't know what's going to happen. it's good writing i mean what they they really will do like they just introduce this random subplot about peter wanting to keep a baby and we know that the guy on the phone is obsessed with saving the baby whatever it means to him the baby like finding it and and they're trying to make you draw all these little links between the guys and then they start ominously showing peter just going into the darkness and it's like they're trying to cue you up for this and it's a bit it's a bit heavy-handed at times but it red herring yeah, the, the the reveal is so good. The reveal is great. And at the end of the day, they do blame Peter when he's dead and can't defend himself and, and when the girl isn't able to correct her, to correct them. And yeah, just the whole ending sequence is probably one of my favorite scenes in a horror movie that I've seen in a long time. It was perfect. Long, slow take. Something out of like Children of Men. Like It was this beautiful sequence. And then it just we just hear the guy muttering to himself in the attic alone. Powerful stuff. And freaking out and destroying shit. Yeah. First person POVs. Definitely you can definitely see where Halloween got its chops from. Yeah. All that influence, baby. Mm-hmm. Straight from this movie. I love it. I love it so much. Um Yeah. Margot Kidder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we figured... The, the, the guy playing Santa Claus doesn't die, does he? 
Yeah, they just kind of dropped him out of the movie, didn't they? That's... That's a shame. I still don't understand why there were children in the sorority house for that sequence. I think they were visiting their siblings, like the entire family. I see. Okay. And yeah, that makes sense. I, I love how... Uh, was it? Margot Kidder's uh, character's name is Barbara. I love how she's giving the child alcohol... And she's like, this little, this little fucker's snoggered. And she's like, you drunk? And he's like, yeah. And she just keeps <laughs> handing him the glass. It's kind of like, I get what they're going for with her character, but she's kind of a disturbing figure if you look at her in a real life lens. I wish I was that child. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah, yeah, yeah. If, there, if there's any women who are into horror movies are available um <laughs> and who want to destroy a man's life please don't destroy my friend's life destroy me please <laughs> no. give me a reason yeah. <laughs> uh, the only christmas ornaments we're hanging on this tree is me <laughs> i like it i like it <laughs> Uh, I I am surprised I don't have like way more to say about this movie. At the end of the day, it's it's kind of a really straightforward film. Yeah, it's very and straightforward. You, yeah, it's you, you know what you're getting and you get it, and then it just has these moments again that are just so artistic and well done you won't believe it. But it's one, and then it's yeah, what fucking spawned the slasher genre. It's right. It's there. It 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 took off a bunch of franchises and. When I say take off, I mean like it lifted those franchises into existence. Right. Uh, and yeah, if you have not, I mean, if you know people who haven't seen this movie, definitely this this has to be like a Christmas yearly event that yeah. has to You'll happen. get some street cred from your friend if you if you show him this film. It's a good one. It's a perfect movie to gather with all the little kitties and your family yeah. and just sit down and watch Black Christmas. Because if I had a family like that, I'd totally, you know, when I say family, I mean if I had kids and a wife, I'd, that's, this is what we would be watching. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That'd be great. Is it eulogy time? <laughs> is it eulogy time? I think it is for me. But if you aren't ready for the eulogy, we don't have to do it. We have that power. I have the power! <laughs> man. Before I even said that sentence, I knew that was happening. <laughs> you could just see it. In, I could feel the... it in the air. <laughs> uh, a kid died, and then they just breezed over it. It was kind of a plot device for a moment, and then they just dropped it. I wonder how but, that kid died. Yeah. It, B- it Billy. 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 For Billy. sure. Billy. Unless there's a whole other <laughs> subplot to this film that wasn't explored. <laughs> Billy. Uh, I think it was just there to add distract. to the body count and distract and be controversial. Um, which I believe that scene definitely had a lot of controversy to it. Uh, it was pretty tame um, yeah, for tame. what happened, for the obviously the terror of what happened. It, they, def- they didn't show a thing, and it was over with quickly. So, 
Canada, people. Canada. 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 Canadian horror movies. I can't can't name another one, but hey, cool. <laughs> this is good. I can I do like a a, a free <laughs> a free freestyle poetry slam. Hey, sure. Canada. A can a duh. <laughs> Addiction comes from this. Oh, it is. Can. <laughs> Oh, it is symbolic. It's symbolic. Nick dies within the walls he built so high. Uh, that, that was the sound podcast? of... I don't know, maybe. That was the sound of our podcast <laughs> oh, falling. <yeah. laughs> the, the potential just crumbling. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that, that is the sound of addiction, my friends. But at least a healthy addiction. No sodium. Hey, not bad. <laughs> fucking tower of sparkling waters with my goddamn bare hands. Rawr. Eulogy time. (laughs) Eulogy time. Eulogy time. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. May God be with this young man's soul. May be rotting. Rest. We are here gathered today to... Lay this film to rest. Black Christmas, 1974. You lived a good life. You set a, a high standard for what horror movies should be, or, well, slasher movies. You spawned a genre. You spawned many tropes. Dear God, so many tropes. Um... What a festive movie you are. How you warm my soul. Bring tears of joy to my eyes as you fill the room with dread. I am burying this movie. Burying? Interesting. I propose that we stock our houses with dangerously sharp glass figurines that would obviously, or that are, I mean, they're obviously safety hazards. And then we wait until some horrible criminal breaks in and uses them to kill the film. What do you say to that? I was going to say either take a unicorn statue hmm. and stab it repeatedly right. until it is no more. Yes. Or autoerotic asphyxiation via yeah. bag. You like that word. <laughs> uh, you Ladies, know call me. <laughs> yeah, probably the most effective pickup line of all time, I'm sure. I'm sure that one's been real successful. <laughs> Reasons why I'm single? I guess you are hearing things. Agnes. <laughs> this is intense to Where? watch. <laughs> Where's Agnes, Billy? Where's Agnes? What did you do to the baby? Voices, people. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes, that is better. That is better. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This one is from KSIN76. 
was published on October 3rd, 2015. They gave it two stars out of ten. And they titled it, What a Letdown. I'll keep this short because I'd rather not spend much time dwelling on this movie. I found this movie to be highly overrated, boring and grossly irritating. It's comical to say this gave birth to the slasher genre, and for movies like Halloween and Friday the 13th owe their existence to this dull flick. The acting was as putrid as the director of the film. The only redeeming part of the movie was John Saxon, and that's solely due to him being in Nightmare on Elm Street. People give the remake a hard time, but it's much more entertaining than this dumpster fire of a f movie. I'd rather watch a marathon of Lifetime movies before ever being subjected to this pile of garbage again. 8 out of 21 found this helpful. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I feel like this movie has so much in common with all the other movies, classic horror films he mentioned. I... I was almost expecting him to say, it's just yet another example of how horrible the horror genre is. I'm surprised he liked those other movies and is angry that people say this is an originator. He probably likes to watch the movies that have the gore in it. Even yeah, though like, yeah. Halloween didn't necessarily have that much gore to begin this, with. Yeah, this either. You know, this was kind of, this was intense, but it wasn't gory. gory. We aren't going camping either. <laughs> you got me again with that one you're right you got me again my bitches, brain never computes that joke <laughs> bitches always be tripping over nothing that's you <laughs> brian that's you that's me it feels like me you bitches it feels like me you, you yep. bitches <laughs> you bitches brian you bitches that's me tripping over i nothing. found who i am we ain't going camping because you keep tripping Jesus. <laughs> so confused about what happened. Jesus okay. has nothing a to do with this podcast. This is an anti-holy. This <laughs> is anti-holy. Anti-holy sesh. <laughs> anti-holy sesh. I'm glad you heard me. <laughs> oh, man. This is the most coherent thing I've done all day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Man. Oof. Yikes. So this I is... guess. <clears throat> are we are we done? Oh wait a minute! You have yet to get to your voices. I'm sorry. I've got I didn't a voice. To... Hey. I've got a right. voice. I didn't mean to cut out your voice. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, a. H. Weiler, with the New York Times, real deal film critic. Passed away recently, and uh, good for uh, good for him. I'm sorry, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say, here I am I meant doing to, the Christian yeah. thing. I'm like, thank God that guy. No, he was apparently a well-respected film critic and, and a great writer. Fuck and, and him, I am say, I right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, sorry, bud. Uh, not to dishonor your legacy. He didn't like Black Christmas. Not many big film critic guys would have liked a movie like this back then. Um, but here's what he said about it. Black Christmas, which landed on local screens a year after its release in Canada, where it was produced, is a whodunit that begs the question of why it was made. 
The answer is hard to come by. This moody depiction of Christmas slayings of university sorority sisters and their house mother, among others, is as murky as the script, which dotes largely on obscenities that are no more pointed than the violence, dull direction, and pedestrian performances. Why this skulking psychopath is driven to make is driven to making explicitly obscene phone calls in a variety of crazed voices to the girls before dispatching them remains a fairly foggy memory. Olivia Hussey, as the pregnant sole survivor, is properly confused and terrified by the bloody events. But Kier Dulay, the neurotic music student lover she rejects, does little but rant about all the perspective about the prospective child she doesn't want, uh, and he smashes his piano in a fit of rage. Blah 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 blah. Abridging. After several witness murders, John Saxon, the film's unflustered if perplexed detective, cynically asks the dumb cop. Don't you think we ought to look into it? Considering the, and this is a new word for me, airsats, tension, and the plotting, Black Christmas is hardly worth the effort of all concerned. It just kind of ends, like, this guy doesn't really talk about what's not good about the movie. It just ends there. Like, his review is over at that point. It feels unfair. Like, I'm waiting for a moment where he's saying, like, like, um, it's whatever, the violence was pointless. He can say that and have his be warranted to his opinion. The story wasn't perfect. Whatever, he can be warranted to his opinion. The acting wasn't great. He can have that opinion. But, like, where did the movie go wrong? Like, I, 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 it's almost like he's just against the existence of violence and all this. But, like, what about the movie as a whole? What about the insane, like, POV sequences, that artful silence and ominous feeling that they bring to it? Like, there is stuff there that a critic would like. I don't think he would and do well in the gladiatorial era of Rome. He would do good if he thought a lot about stuff, you see. But in the gladiatorial arena, he 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 would not do well. He I wasn't talking well. about putting him in the gladiatorial arena. I was talking about him like going to in a showing, era. and then he's like, "Entertain violence and entertainment is wrong," and everybody's like, "This fucking guy, am I right?" Yeah. Oh, I see. Now I like that much more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Let's let's throw him into the gladiatorial arena. <laughs> I thought you were talking about his his efficacy as a right as a as a fighter, but no. you you meant I see. I see. Yeah. No. That'd be that's a good bit. Good job. I tanked it, but I like it. Okay. Uh. Well, Black Christmas. I like the movie. So, since this is a Christmas, um, episode on December. We have something special for you, and it's an addition to the podcast. It's a new segment that will occur at the very end of the episode, and that is the final cut. we're going to be giving our ratings and our opinions on well we already gave our opinions on this movie but we're going to give our final cuts of this film so black christmas 1974 how are we cutting this film yikes uh One this is really tough for me i'm going to make my own rating system and every episode it- is going to be different because this is very challenging for me. Don't no, it's got to be equal. We we have to be equal, Brian. Don't overthink it. I will say. Okay. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna give it an an eight, 
eight and a half slashes. Because I feel like it's deserving of the eight and a half. Um, there are some issues here and there with this film. I, I, I can't necessarily point them all out. But um, this did spawn the slasher genre. It is the, the, the granddaddy. The granddaddy Mac of slashers. Uh, it warrants a high rating. So, um, yeah. Eight yeah, and a half. I, I think that's very fair. And I, I guess I need to preface this with I'm grading on a curve. I have to for older films it's only it feels like it's only fair so i think i would give this movie if 10 is the thing and and nine is the exorcist this film to me is a 7.5 okay on a normal rating scale i think 7.5 feels like a little bit above average but that's not my rating scale one is utter garbage five is probably like pretty good but 7.5 is this movie, a film that is packed with moments that I would call really incredible and artistic and masterful. Even if it's kind of the pacing gets funny and it kind of gets a little bit dull at times, it comes back and it's great. And it's historically apparently important to the horror film. Loved it. Thought it was wonderful. I give it a 7.5. That feels right to me. Um, I think it's the best I can do. <laughs> there we go. There you have it, people. Black Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, or, or shall I say, hold on, I gotta do it. Where is it? I hope Black Christmas will rock you too. There it is. And remember, if this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, maybe it's on too tight. That one's my Gee. favorite. <laughs> it's, it's so ingeniously dumb. <laughs> oh, all right. Where obscene phone calls ring ah. a jing jing jingly jew. <laughs> Come on, it's lovely weather. Join our December special woohoo. Well, technically, that's the end of December. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. We appreciate you joining us for this December extravaganza. We covered the home invasion films. And we consider Exorcist and home invasion films on a technicality. Um, yeah. And uh, next year, we have no idea what we're doing next year. But it, <laughs> we'll keep it ambiguous and just yes. say that there will be another theme next year. Um for sure and it'll be bigger and better than ever because we're always always coming up with new ideas and new in intricacies to make this podcast even better than the last and um so stay tuned for our next episode which is not going to be a movie it is going to be our plans for next yeah. year it's going to be a bit of a podcast update we're excited we've got loads of new ideas and, and a celebration. Really can't wait to put him in action. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, we we we've got a lot planned. We're we're excited, and I, I think every year we see so much progress in our own podcast. We, we're 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 so proud of what we've been able to do. So, we'd love to have you along for that. 
give us your input. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you don't want. Yeah.